0: So in today's podcast, we are going to skip the intro because we fucked up that part. Anyway, moving on. Um, If this is your first time listening, what we always do is I bring a quote, Tiago brings a quote, and we just talk a bit about each of these quotes. And this week is quite of a coincidence because both of us, so we don't like say or plan with each other what the quote's going to be. Each one just brings the quote. And this week, both our quotes are about writing, which is a great coincidence. This is a very easy title for the podcast. And my quote is by Henry Miller. And the quote is, writing is its own reward. And I wanted to bring this one this week because, pardon me, I've been getting more into the habit of writing, just pretty much journaling on um, just work stuff and just kind of getting, you know, my ideas, my thoughts about work specifically into paper, into a journal. It's been kind of crazy to see how, not only how much more organized it is as as opposed to the approach of just, you know, I think about it and then maybe I write it somewhere or I just try to keep it in the back of my mind and then I forget and then nothing of that gets done. As opposed to actually sitting down and not only writing, but actually developing the idea to the point of like actionable steps or some sort of action. And if that's even a good action, understanding if this is even worth pursuing or not, because I've been noticing that not only does it clear more the mind than you know, you kind of had this thought, you developed it, now you can move on, you know, you don't need to keep this in your mind anymore, and also it allows for those important things that are important to get, you know, to be done, to get done, for you to actually do them and to actually, you know, go from just thinking like, oh, one day, sure, I'll, I'll do this, it'll be great to go from that to actually, you know, doing these things, to actually apply. And I've noticed that the more I do it, you know, because I don't think it's one of those things that, yes, you notice a bit right as you do it, but I do believe that it's one of those that the more you build on top of it, the more clarity will arrive and the more, you know, the more benefits will come as is for most most habits. You know, the more you do it, the, the more consistent you are, the more rewards you're going to reap. And, and yeah, with writing, it's just been, it's been quite, quite crazy, not only that, but also how much better I feel in terms of, you know, in general, as the day goes along. I feel like I can, can be much more, you know, just do the things I have to do and then know and be okay with then, you know, relaxing or doing other things because I know and I've, you know, I had that conversation with myself, you could call it in the journaling, and I understood really what needs to be done when it's okay to stop. And and yeah, it's been great. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. It's
1: really a, such an underrated habit, and such a—it's so easy to forget the value that it brings. Uh, speaking by my own experience, you know, and I actually recently started also doing it, like two, three days ago, uh, implementing it back. And it's it's really funny because once you actually do, like for me, for for example, for me, it's making a a to do list, just something as simple as that, really. Mm gives so much more order to your life, so much more stability. Because it's like, if you don't consciously write it down, like what you need to do, and if you're not already yeah. very like into a routine, it's very easy for you to just forget to do things, you know? Yeah. It's just like, sometimes you just like, you come at the end of the day, like, ah, I forgot I had to do this work, or deliver this project, or it's just easy to forget until you until it's it's totally. not an option to forget anymore, which is like the day before you need to do something. And that's when you don't want to let things get to that point, you know. And so just keeping that daily reminder of what you need to do. For me, I do it like the before going to bed mm-hmm. the day before. Gotcha. And it just helps so much. Even going to sleep, you just sleep, fall asleep faster because <laughs> yeah. it's like there's yeah. no unfinished business, you know. You've already written down everything you need to do. There's no more like Absolutely. night thoughts of like, oh, what do I need to do tomorrow? Blah blah. Some, did I forget anything? No, you've written every, everything down. Everything is there, and once you wake up, you know what you have to do. And if you don't do it, guess what? You you, you know that there's only you to blame. You know, oh. there's like there's no coincidences. You know, you you know you had to do something, and you didn't do it. And once you know that, you can start improving on why did you not do it? You know, maybe it was too hard. Maybe it was just a, too much of a too too big of a step for you to do. Mm-hmm. And you need to start in a, a much more gentle and and more easy way to do it, and just in from there improve. Yeah. And it just it just it like that that quote which which is like, um, what doesn't get measured doesn't improve or like it's not like that. Basically, the, the it means that you have to measure something to know if you're improving at it or not. Yeah. If if you don't measure it, there's no way for you to improve because you have no idea what mm-hmm. you're going what you are up against. So it really is just so beneficial to just write things yeah. down
0: and I, I think at the it also kind of goes to that that aspect of knowing yourself like the more you know yourself the better you're also obviously going to act and you know achieve the things that you want to achieve and i feel like journaling is a lot of getting to know yourself and what you're trying to do because i noticed that you know for example meditation i feel like it's more about just being in the moment and just being present so just more you know not thinking or not having any conversation with yourself but in journaling i really feel like it's it's really as having a conversation it's almost like a therapy session with yourself in a a way if you like if you really just do that you're not you know on your phone on your computer stuff like that because it's you having those dialogues in a way that are happening inside your mind but on paper so it's much easier to develop them and actually get out of what tends to happen if you're just thinking which is you're on the loop and it's you know it's kind of stagnant in a, a certain stage by journaling it's like you're getting i feel like more to the core of what you're trying to say with writing i feel like it's you know obviously writing expression expressing yourself is always trying to get to the the most pure version that it can and i you know i don't think anyone can ever get to the 100% of that but by doing it more and more and getting closer and closer to it, I feel like you you also, you know, get better with yourself because you you start being able to express better what you're actually trying to say, what you're actually trying to do, as opposed to, you know, some vague version that you have because you never developed these ideas in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's just it's just the, the clarity aspect of it to me. You just sometimes you need that that conversation with yourself to, to just know what's happening in your life, you know? Sometimes you... You can go on, especially if you don't have, like, any habit that allows you to be mindful and, like, really present in the moment. It's very easy for you to go long periods of time without ever, like, pausing and talking to yourself and being like, okay, what's yeah. going on in my life right now? What's going on inside me? What am I feeling? It's like, those kind of, like, cliche things are important, you know? And if you go, like, long periods of time, like, months, without ever tapping into those aspects of, of, of yourself first of all it will eventually blow up in your face because that's like yep. emotions have to go somewhere and if you don't actually process them they'll explode and until you're forced to deal with them and so i it's like when you, it's almost it's funny because once you come back to it after a long period of not doing it it's even it's it's hard because it's like for me at least what i experience is like it's a a kind of an outburst of these feelings that i have been repressing for uh, uh, some time or these thoughts and mm-hmm. and th- yeah. that's first like weak, it's difficult because it's like yeah it's you getting back because it's
0: everything, yeah
1: it's yeah, it's everything coming back to you and you dealing with everything, and, and so it's almost like feels that like you're being punished by doing the right thing, and you just have to, to keep it in your mind that there's a reason for it to be like this you know there's a reason yep. for you to just so. it's not like it's just, it's just, if you for example, this week I made a conscious effort to use a, a lot less social media and the phone mm-hmm. and Due to that, I've actually gotten into some habits that I valued more, which, like reading and reading articles and stuff like that, which are much more, uh, which are habits that make you make you a lot more present, present. And so what I noticed is while I'm doing those, it's very easy to get distracted comparing to what it was in the past, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. I could read a book and I didn't get distracted. Now I'm reading and I'm like, there's a lot of thoughts and emotions coming into, popping into my mind. And I know why that is, you know, it's. You've been repressing that. I've been, re- I've been repressing that because on the phone those things don't pop up. You're just yeah. mindlessly, mindlessly scrolling. It's very easy to distract yourself. Once you actually do things that you can distract yourself with, it's like reading a book. Those things pop into your mind, and so it's almost, it's almost like double the difficulty because you have to deal with that the fact that sometimes you have to read when you don't want to and besides that you have these emotions and feelings and and thoughts that have been repressed and are now coming out so i guess what i'm trying to say is like with this if you're just in the same situation and coming back to it it's normal to be more difficult for at the beginning than maybe it was what you it it may not might not feel as good as what you were doing before is what i'm saying so maybe being on the phone like like i was yeah would be more easy Long-term, obviously, it would be worse, but now I have to deal with this week of it being slightly more difficult.
0: Yeah, and I think it also, you know, by bringing that, essentially, that awareness, it also makes it, you know, easier to, as a bit as you were saying, to do those longer-term, those decisions that are better in the long-term, but in the short-term, don't feel as good. It's like, oh, putting this certain amount of money to the side, going to the gym a certain amount of times per week, maybe don't, not eating ice cream every day, stuff like that. That I feel like, you know, by really being aware, you recognize the benefit, you really recognize the benefits of it as well, of why you're trying to do these things, then it becomes much easier. Because I feel like so often as well, you know, whatever pursuit that, you know, we're trying to achieve usually is going to be longer term. There's always that disconnect of, you know, I know this is good and I should be doing this, but then usually in the short term, it kind of sucks, especially if you're starting out. And I feel like by being more aware, of it and also recognizing, you know, just in general, not specifying anything, just recognizing and being more aware of yourself, what you're trying to achieve, what you're trying to gain as well. It becomes much easier to, to endure certain things because you know, like, okay, it's hard, but I know first, I know why I'm feeling this, I know where this is going to lead me. I feel like it just becomes much more toler- tolerable as well, especially in the beginning. Yeah, so I awesome. uh, if you want to move on, yeah, you can go to your quote i
1: read my quote. So it goes like, <clears throat> how vain is it to sit down to write when you have not stood up to live? And this quote is by Henry David Thoreau. Good quote. And it's it's a really good quote because I, th- I think it's very apl- applicable to the to today's times, you know? There's like that, that sentence that Jordan Peterson says a lot, which is, beware of unearned wisdom. And I feel like that's the, the same thing this quote's referring to. There's a lot of people saying a lot of things... When they haven't actually have any, they haven't had any experience to corroborate those things they are saying. So it's very easy for you to kind of like, it's very easy for everyone just like just think about your own life. Like it's very easy for you to talk out of your ass, yeah, not knowing <laughs> yeah. anything. That's, like that's our that's our primal instinct. We all want to talk about things and give our opinion and and what what no one wants to do is like shut up and listen to the, the people that actually know what they're talking about. And those are the people that really. Need to be heard. And what's going on, and I think with social media and all of these platforms, is like those people aren't the ones that get the most uh, visibility. So you get the people that, like, haven't, as the quote says, lived their lives in a way that allows them to write. You know, the people that actually have gone to things and have actual real life wisdom and applicable things to be said aren't the most popular ones. And there's a reason for that also, because they're not the best at marketing. You know, the kids on TikTok are the best at doing it. And so there's a reason for it to happen, but it's just a warning for us, like normal people uh, living our everyday lives to actually be very strict on where we get our information from. You know, it's very easy for you to just think that by using Instagram and Twitter, you're up to date in, in yeah. information and, and, today's, and, the, and current events. But... You're most likely aren't, you know, you're getting a perspective from a very biased perspective from one side yeah. of, of the coin and you don't get it from both sides. And even now I'm reading this book, which is called um, Digital Minimalism. And it's it's very it's very interesting because the way he, he says it is like, instead of having... Because what, what, what's our, what are most people's justifications for using like Instagram, Facebook and Twitter? It's like, I want to keep up to date with... Uh, current events and and my family and my friends and and whatnot. And the funny thing is if we actually dissect that Mm -hmm. argument, it's not true. That's not what most people spend their time
0: doing. Yeah, not at all. Not at all.
1: You can can just like, you you, you literally can do that with five minutes. You know? In a day, five minutes, check on all all your friends, blah, blah, blah. Current events, that's five minutes. So what some people use like that argument isn't really what they're trying to say. And even... Even that argument of like being up-to-date with current events, you're not up-to-date with to current events. You're up-to-date with what you want to see because that's how the algorithm of these websites work. They show you what they know you want to see. So you're only up-to-date with the things that already yeah. interest you. And, and so the way to do this is like actually seek out independent and unbiased sources of, of information. And this takes a little bit more time, but actually once you like just search it and compile, like, a list of, of websites and actually new sources. It's just a lot easier, and you spend a lot less time doing that instead of, like, going on Instagram and trying to find uh, a
0: credible yeah. new, you know, new yeah. source. It's crazy. How it and I think, like, things. going back to your quotes as well, I feel like we live in, you know, first of all, we live, I think, in the best time ever to live. But also one of the problems is that, You know, because it's so easy to, especially like taking TikTok, the most recent social media platform, it's so easy to just, you know, go viral one day and with virality comes people looking at you, which by consequence comes some sort of credibility, because if a lot of people are listening to you, there must be something here, right? And quite often, one thing doesn't, just because there's a lot of people listening doesn't mean what someone is saying credible and if that happens to you the same thing goes just because people are listening doesn't mean that everything you're saying is right to, you know going back to that example you know maybe people are listening but maybe you shouldn't be saying so many of those things because you know likely you know it's easy to talk like you said out of your ass but especially if there's people listening to you and like agreeing with everything you say and uh, overall just kind of giving you that that uh, approval out of those things out of those things and that's why I feel like it's so important not only in that more direct example of writing because you know writing involves a much more thoughtful process because it's not you know you you think about it then you write it then you edit it and then only the final version comes out there especially because it's a much more you know thought out product but also in you know in pretty much anything and in speech and you know if we're talking about the you know like especially political stuff, and I feel like people sometimes talk just because they saw a Twitter headline and now they believe in this thing, and they don't really even know. They 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 yeah. saw like something. Uh, I, I'm not even know. I'm not even gonna get into that because it would one of the sides would be upset. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, for example, that knowing that someone will be upset at something that I know nothing and I just assume nothing about. It's kind of that because everyone just assumes they know the truth. And that they know, like, there's this great quote yeah. I like, I think it's by Voltaire, which is, uh, cherish those who seek the truth, but beware of those who find it. Because at the end of the day, like, no one really knows, okay, no one really knows yeah. anything. You know, some people are, you know, more in this very specific things, they know more and they're credible in that. But then those same people will say super dumb shit about a topic they know nothing about just because they have credibility in on one side, they think they can do that in every side, too. That happens, you know, sometimes, like, a guy is a great scientist, but then he starts talking politics, and it's only bullshit. And it, it's, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, and I'm sorry if this will trigger someone, it's like, it's like when
1: DiCaprio made that documentary on, on, on like, uh, climate change. It's like, what the fuck does DiCaprio know about climate change? You know, <laughs> you're an actor, no, no, no offense or anything, but there's, like, it's like you're saying, this like, just because you're Good at one thing, yeah. it does not mean you're good mm-hmm. at all yeah, things. Truly. Not at all. And and guess what? The people that are, the people that are actually good at something and like top notch, they 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 don't go around saying like, "I know the truth, I know what this is." They're the people that are, they're the first to say, "I, I don't know everything." I, I, this is a very compl- complex complex uh, issue, and no one has the full truth. Those people, the ones that know the most, are the first ones to say that. So. Just like, beware of people who actually yeah. speak like they own the truth, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, for sure, this is it. You know, if you're not talking about gravity, that's probably not right, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. There's so so little things that we as humans can take for granted, which is like the basic laws of the universe. You know, if I throw this phone up, it will come down. That's like something I can be sure of. And But there's yeah. like, there's very few things like that, you know? And besides those like very basic things, almost nothing is black or white. It's very much, much, much more. Think about anything you can think about. You can think about like Pokemon cards, and it's the most complex issue. There are two people who really know about it. You know, everything can, everything is complex, especially when you go into the deep. Like, yeah. if you get deep into it,
0: you just know yeah, Even, even like work. one of, the, like arguably so, the greatest thinkers of all time, Socrates, said himself, uh, "All I know is that I know nothing," because there's always going to be that paradox of the more you. Quote unquote, know also the more you understand that there's more that you don't know. Like, the more you understand deeply about a concept, the more you also realize that there's this level of depth, this level of depth for pretty much anything else as well. When you realize that, you realize just how much there is still left that you don't know and will never know. And so, I think that's you know why, um, you know, and we were talking about this before as well. For the podcast about the Oscars, on no one is fucking watching the Oscars every year. The thing is going down because you put people you like to watch because they're actors and they're great at acting and doing that. But then they start on their speeches, just talking about politics and about you know the environment and not which are important things as well, but that they know very few about, and they're just you know talking out of their asses in that case. And then you're like, I don't really want to, you know, because you know they don't know anything about this. And so, I mean, also with this, it's not to say that, you know, not to talk and not to, you know, share and argue about these things because I think that's one of the ways you learn about it. But it's really to go into these conversations and these debates kind of assuming that you're likely not right or that there's something that the other person knows that you don't know and not to go into it like, oh yeah, I have the truth and the whole truth and I'm not even going to listen to the person. I'm just going to try to make them see my point. Because if both sides do that, then it's not really a conversation. You're just screaming at each other. And I, I really feel like a lot of the problems nowadays, especially you know, more political, more of all these arguments that happen, is because no one is actually listening to the other side. They're just like one side screams and the other side screams and the other side screams. and you know, And people get more and more divided as this happens.
1: Yeah, that's actually, that's not only true for, like, politics and those more um discussions. It's for everyday life, you know. Most people, like you were saying, they don't talk. They don't yeah. talk with someone to hear that. They talk to, exp- like, to talk. They talk because they want to get their opinion out. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. We share opinions, that's how we grow. But the, the act of sharing yeah, implies that someone is really. receiving something, <laughs> you know. And if two people are just both talking and not listening, there's nothing being uh, shared, you know? And that's actually, that's a good thing to carry on with life, you know? Actually listen to people when they're talking. You know, really listen. Because most people, guess what? Aren't listening to. And so if you listen to someone, you're already like super ahead of everyone else because you are just demonstrating you care about someone. And most people aren't used to that. The fact that someone is listening to them. This is a good like, a good principle to live by, you know? If you want to make good friends and have good relationships, just actually listen to what people are saying, you know? Don't just... Even if you're, like... Even if you lose the opinion that's in your mind, because most, most people, like, talk because they're kind of yeah. afraid of
0: forgetting yeah. what they're going to say. like, sorry you to know, you officer, forget this good thing whatever. that sometimes I try to do, which is... Because you yeah. always have this thing where, like, you know, someone is talking and then you just get this fucking thing that, oh, I really want to say this. And so, from that moment until they finish talking, you're not listening anymore. You yeah. just kind of you know, waiting for this fucking thing you thought about. Yeah. Yeah. And a great thing <laughs> yeah, waiting, is just, like, okay, I can't forget, I can't forget. Do. it's just, even it's very hard, but it's like, just let it go. Just don't, don't like purposely forget about that. Just be yeah. in that conversation. Forget about that thing. Because I think it's also good to remember that when you're listening, yeah. you're not listening for yourself or for you to, you know, make great friends, all these things. In, in the ideal scenario, you're listening for the other person. And you're making the other person heard and understood. And if you go with that attitude, then you know you can have the best conversation in your life with a taxi driver, for example. If you go with that kind of mindset, if not, you're likely always going to have the same conversations. as just you waiting for your turn to speak, and so you know, so it's going to be the same.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's really funny. We just we just do that because I don't think we have ever thought uh, thought like we don't we we haven't yeah. ever been teach to just. Listen, it's very, it's such a, a strange and I, I've noticed this because it's a fun thing. And the first time I, I actually thought about this was like I was talking with this, with this girl. I was doing a vo- volunteer work, and I was just, I was just talking with her. Yeah. And I, I noticed like I was talking for a long time. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Why isn't she? Why isn't she cutting me off? <laughs> like I've, I've been talking for a long time, and she just, she just kept running and like, mm-hmm. yeah. That's interesting. I was like, uh, um, okay, and then I actually said, okay, um, <laughs> are you gonna talk now? And she's like, she, and she was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm yeah. just listening. And I was like, wow, that's really powerful, you know. Someone just she, she just said, I have nothing to say now. Let me just pause, think a <laughs> yes. bit, and then she <laughs> said what she had to say. It's like, Never happened. You know yet. how many few people do that? You how many people in your life have actually told you like, okay. Uh, let me just think about that for a second and, I'll, yeah. or, and then I'll reply to you. Like in your face, you were having a yeah. Like no one does that, everyone just wants to talk. Even if you just talking to someone. Yeah, 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 true. yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, do that more often, you know? And so I was like, yeah, that's a really good thing I learned from you today, you know? Actually listen to people. Like, actually, when people stop talking, what I, what I try yeah. to do is like, give them that long-ass pause. Let there be like that uncomfortable sound <laughs> yeah, because that's true. most likely that's true. there's something else they want to say. And and they they'll say it, you know. That silence is there for a while and then and when they are ready to let you talk, yeah. they'll actually say to you, Okay, um, what do you think about that? And then they're actually listening yeah. because they know they've been heard. They they got everything out. And that's maybe may, may, might be a little difficult at the beginning because we're just so used to getting yeah. trying to get our opinion out. But actually try to do it. Yeah, as and as just to disclaimer this, this will likely not experiment.
0: work if there's more than one person you're talking to. Because, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You'll yeah, never just, just you'll never speak, but, <laughs> but yeah, really, and you know, of course, not to try and force this all the time. Sometimes it's also good to have some, you know, some of those talks that everyone's just kind of saying their shit. But, but yeah, I, I think people would be surprised what happens when you, actually, when you actually listen. The problem is that a lot of people go into this and then they try just because they're trying to get something out of the other person. They're like, okay, I'll listen because this will make them like me more or something. And then it's like, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's noticeable that ingenuity, but not ingenuity, that uh, dishonesty. But you know, I feel like the best is, you know, it's really doing that just because. And and the best way is like to think, like to think how good you feel when you actually get to express what you think and think to yourself, oh, I can give this to other people. If I do that, other people feel like that. And so, and of course, it's something it's easy to forget. And if you don't remind yourself, you know, obviously, you know, it's easy to fall back into the, I have my thing to say, let me wait, I have to say it. But, but yeah, I think it's something good to sometimes at least remind yourself to do that. And yeah, because you will be surprised. Awesome. Perfect. And so we're going yes. to end here. This was the Searching for Meaning podcast. We do this every week and we'll talk to you on the next one. Have a good one.